From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, November 17th. I'm Sarah Wright. The race for the 2nd District Assembly seat is on, with incumbent Jim Wood's announcement that he will not run for re-election next year. Supervisor Ted Williams is running for the office, acknowledging that he's the underdog candidate in a race that includes State Democratic Party Chair Rusty Hicks, Healdsburg Mayor Ariel Kelly, and Santa Rosa Councilman Chris Rogers. Williams thinks the region needs to face the very real possibility of an influx of climate change refugees, and he thinks the state needs to step up its commitments to infrastructure in rural California. What specific actions do you think that you would be able to take in the House to better prepare Mendocino County for an influx of of people? Long-term planning. That's where it starts. What do we envision? Imagine you on the North Coast, you have several million people establishing residency in in the decades ahead. Where do we expect them to be? What does that look like for water infrastructure and transportation? I mean, we talked about the lack of housing. So the state has increased the standards to a level where development has uh, come to a grinding halt. And then we're wondering, how do we get affordable housing? How do we get workforce housing? The standards that make sense in San Francisco and Los Angeles applied to rural towns on the North Coast. We simply don't see development or we see development without permits. So how do you do more building for people who are escaping climate change without exacerbating climate change? Well, I think we look at how to build walkable towns. One of the biggest energy impacts is transportation. You know, what we see in the North Coast is a lot of rural sprawl. We need to think about as we scale up, that can't be the model. Um, CEQA, you know, I feel like I'm an environmentalist. I also see CEQA being uh, weaponized and used to stop everything. I mean, look, the state is trying to roll out broadband. One of the large line items is environmental compliance. Where you're placing fiber below a roadway, what's the environmental impact versus uh, if you didn't do that review and you had more fiber deployment, you had more people who could work at home rather than commute into the office every day, which is better for the environment, probably allowing teleworking. Williams wants to make the argument that it's equitable and cost-effective for the state to pay for projects in rural counties. I think the uh, compelling argument is statewide, taxpayers will cover our expense one way or another. And uh, it's better to invest in infrastructure and effective social services, right? If you mitigate crime, it's a lot cheaper than building more jails. And so, you know, I think Los Angeles and San Francisco should be receptive to the idea that, you know, a little bit of seed funding to get us some infrastructure and help build our economy will reduce our overall burden in the long term. Well, you just mentioned building more jails. And one thing that we've talked about is a recent unanimous vote to borrow up to $7 million from Measure B to go into this new jail that has not broken ground yet. And we haven't yet learned the terms of that loan, what the repayment plan would be, what the interest rate would be. And I'm just wondering if you could talk about the fiscal sense of responsibility that goes into borrowing that much money without knowing the terms of the loan. None of us want to be in the position of using local funds to build a jail to house inmates that the state is sending back. I think the voters thought that it was for mitigating problems to keep people out of jail, and now it's going towards building the jail. I see it slightly differently. Again, there's two really bad options to choose from. One ensures that we have a mental health wing in the jail. You know that um, otherwise those inmates aren't going to get the mental health services they need. 
which means they may stay in jail longer or they may be out for a short time and then go back to jail. And so I actually do see it as an opportunity to address some of the the most vulnerable mental health patients we have. It's also foreseeable that the psychiatric health facility will run over budget. If we spend every last dollar of Measure B today, what do we do when we find out we don't have enough to finish the bus? With this plan, we know that money will be available in the future years. So when the pot three years out, the puff runs over, the county is paying back into the Measure B fund with interest. Those funds are available for uh, completing the project. But is the county in a position to pay that money back? I think the law will require that it be paid back. It's not negotiable. Williams has wrangled an open session with former Auditor Controller Treasurer Tax Collector Shamise Cubison, who is now being prosecuted by the district attorney for alleged misappropriation of public funds. The board voted unanimously to suspend Cubison without pay or benefits. And her trial is probably going to be running during the campaign. And I'm wondering how you plan to handle that. Well, I plan to not say much about it. It's, uh, you know, as soon as the DA decided to charge, it's really in uh, the proper venue to discuss it is, is the courtroom. Well, she was she was elected and she was removed without a recall. And I'm wondering what you think about the, the democratic process or, or lack thereof that went into that. I think there are certain crimes that require we consider whether somebody should be active in uh, in office representing the people's money. What about the presumption of innocence? Well, it's definitely there. But uh, putting aside the specific charges, we're just talking about Mendocino County finances in general. Uh, as you're aware, for about five years, I've been asking for a balance sheet. You know, once a month, once a quarter, what's our expected versus our actuals? can't produce it. Uh, particular uh, auditor, controller, treasurer, tax collector in uh, over 500 days couldn't f- uh, finalize the books for the calendar, uh, fiscal year 21-22. He plans to stay in the supervisor seat as he runs for state office. If we force the conversation around the topics that affect us most, yeah, uh, that's a success, regardless of the outcome of the race. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.